Hopefully it maintains its stream. Yep, I can see it streaming. Oh, it even popped up on Facebook. You are now live. Ooh. Um. All right, what's going on, guys? This is Chris with Success Agent. I got my co-host, JP Flewellen. So we're trying something new today. We're actually going to start streaming our podcast live on Facebook. And we're hoping this accomplishes a few things. Um, one, helps keep us accountable. But two, also invites you into the conversation. You know, we got a lot to say, but ultimately, this isn't just for us just to talk. This is for you to also interact. Um, so today, what we're going to be talking about is something called the success equation. Um, I know a lot of people don't like math, or maybe they tell themselves they don't like math, but really, it's actually a very simple equation that's actually a lot of fun to do because it's kind of like you're telling your, or you're creating your own destiny. And we're going to help you figure out how to do that. So JP, he is a real estate coach, business coach. And this is something that he talks about a lot with his agents that join in his program. And I'm going to let him kind of take over and really talk about what the success equation is. And then we're actually going to go and look at what my success equation is and try to build that out. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to put them down in the comments. We're here to engage with you. So JP, what's the success? Yeah, the success equation basically is just, you know, finding all the different pieces that it's going to take in order to build a successful business, whether it's in real estate or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, <clears throat> trying to figure out, you know, from point A to point B, you know, what are the different pieces that it's going to equal to a paycheck? Because ultimately you got to start with a paycheck and then it leads into a career and then it leads into a business. Right. And so, you know, first of all, you got to find that, that thing that you are passionate about, that thing that you're going to see yourself doing for the next 15, 20 years. Um, because if it's, you know, if you're just trying to do things just for the drive of making money, then you're not going to, you know, be passionate and it's going to bleed out into your business. So you're saying that real estate isn't just about making money? Well, right, exactly. I mean, the thing is like, if you're, if you're passionate about what you're doing, then the money comes as a result of the efforts. Right. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, we're, and we're going to talk about this in future episodes about, you know, doing the, the right activities to, uh, get the right results and then set the right goals. And so a lot of those, um, things, those, uh, daily activities, those routines that you do in order to, uh, produce the right results, you know, and I call those income producing activities versus non-income producing activities. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, and a lot of the literature out there about becoming successful in real estate talks about these, you know, fundamentals, um, but what it comes down to is that most people don't do the math, you know, and ultimately that's what we're talking about here is doing the math, you know, do this plus this equals this. And so, you know, if you get up every morning, put your pants on, you know, you got to do that. You got to put your shirt on in order to, to get dressed. Right. If you don't do that, then you're missing something in the equation. So, um, Ultimately, it comes down to, uh, especially like in real estate, you've got to uh, do the basics 
you know, you've got to meet people, you've got to get in front of as, in front of as many people as humanly possible and have as many conversations as you can. Uh, especially if you're brand new and you don't have, you know, any kind of money or advertising. So you have to pay, if you will, with your time and you're, you know, so you're going to spend all of that time getting out there and having as many conversations as humanly possible that will eventually lead to, Oh, uh, you're, you're in real estate, you know? And so then it just comes out from there. So you got to have those conversations. And so you got to go where people are either that or you're cold calling, you know, you know, find, you need as many names and numbers as humanly possible. I mean, that's what you got to have is, you know, and then you've got a time block. You've got to be able to set aside a certain amount of time that you feel is going to be efficient for some people. That's three hours for some people. That's an hour. You know, if you got ADHD, it's five minutes, you know? So those are the things that you have to think about when you're, you know, trying to build on a successful platform. Wow. And then you got to understand that, you know, getting in front of these many people equals this many appointments, which then equals to this many closings, which then equals to this amount of money. And so you've got to be passionate about the journey to get to the end result. Mm -hmm. It's just like, if you want to climb Mount Everest, you know, you've definitely got to have some passion about climbing because you just don't want to just do it because you want to climb Mount Everest. You've got to be passionate and want to climb, you know, because it's about the journey, not necessarily the destination. So it really, it sounds like the biggest aspect of all of this is actually coming up with, with the, uh, um, the result first, right? So this is result oriented. So we need to figure out what that result is that we're going for. So if you will, we're trying to figure out X before we can even figure out what the, um, the other variables are. So, so figuring out X, that's going to be big picture. Now, is that like easier to come up with? Let's just say, you know, I want to make a million dollars a year. You know, is that how you look at it? Or is it more of um, material items? You know, I want this fancy car and this big house. Or, I mean, how, how do you come up with that? I'm figuring that it would be best to come from a point of, um, of serving. So I want to serve this many people. And to get there, I need to do this. I mean, how do you, how do you figure out your, you know, your success equation? How do you figure out X? Right. So like when I do my business plans, you know, I have my agents write down, you know, what's livable wages because a lot of people, you know, they come into, you know, real estate and they're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, make all this money and do all these things and do all this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. let's, let's go back to, you know, okay let's build a business. Cause a lot of people think that real estate is, is, um, is just like a job where you show up, you punch your card, you go sell some houses and then you collect a paycheck. They don't really think of it in terms of like, this is a, you're building a business from zero, mm -hmm. to, you know, and, and results, you know, so people are like, you know, there's a phrase that's gone around a few times in, in real estate that it's like, we wake up every single day unemployed, you know, so we have to think about every day, what am I going to do today to get myself a paycheck down the road, you know, and so I always tell my folks is like, what is the livable wages for you? And then let's break it down backwards from there and say, okay, well, then you need to have, 
you have to have these many appointments and you got to close these many deals and these many deals equals to this amount, uh, you know, of net commissions mm-hmm. in order for you to have livable wages. So then once you create that baseline, then you kind of understand that anything over that is pretty much gravy at that point. So what would you, you consider? Know, for some people that number is, you know, one closing a month, which is about, you know, $32,000 a year. And for some people, you know, that's a hundred thousand. So what we try to do is, you know, if you don't know what your livable wages are, you know, then, you know, we just kind of do the hundred thousand dollar math and just do it okay. that way. So, Cause my goal is for every single person to, you know, as a baseline, as consistent income is to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. you know, okay. and then at that point, then you kind of work your way towards, you know, bigger and better goals. And so if you're going to be materialistic about it and say, okay, well, now I want to buy this car. Okay. Well, anything above your livable wages, which basically is the stuff that covers the lights, the gas, the house payment, you know, all of those, the credit cards, all of that stuff is covered. And then you're like, okay, well now I want to buy this car. And so we look at it from the perspective of, you know, I'm going to buy this car with at least 20 to 30% down. Or, you know, if you just want to dip your toes, then just lease the thing and then, you know, get a different car every year. So, and then you can write it off as a business expense, but that's a whole nother podcast. But anyway. <laughs> we'll get a, uh, a CPA in for that. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe we should get one on on the next show about how we can reach our goals and dreams and write everything off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what we all got in business for, right? To write, right. To write off lunches. So let's just go start with the 100,000 math, 100,000 equation. Um, you know, for me, if I were to be making $100,000 a year, I know that I'd be living pretty comfortable. All my wages are, or all my expenses are completely covered. I can save 30% and I still have enough for the tax man at the end of the year. Um, so to get to that 100,000 though, I guess the first thing we would need to figure out is real estate specific. What's the average home price that you work with? Would you say that's a good starting point? Yes. So like in my market, I know your market's different. So I'm based, I'm based out of Fort Collins, Colorado, JP's in Wyoming. Um, you know, my average home value here is $379,000. For you, what is it in Wyoming? It's about two fifty. Okay. So let's just, we're, since we're going to do this for me anyway, three seventy-nine. Oops. Assume we get the full 6% and divide that by two. Now we're looking at a total per side, assuming a 3% commission of 11,370 bucks. Now we're both- Take out your split. Yeah, so I was gonna say, we're both part of EXP. Um, So for like the way EXP works, you know, for the first like 16,000 or something like that, they get 20%. So let's assume I get 80% of that. So I'm looking at 9,000, let's just call it 9,000 even. And let's be fair, you got to take out your taxes. Okay, so we do that up front. Let's, let's estimate, um, usually to be concert, ultra conservative, the, the, you know, the uh, accountants usually say you want to take 30%. And that's, ta- that's not taking into account any of your write-offs or anything like that. So let's take 30% of that as taxes. All right, so 3,000 taxes, 6,000 income. Um, 
right? So it's not, we're not going to get too hyper specific here. So 6,000 per deal that I would close up to the 16,000 cap, but we're not going to do that either. Um, so if I want to make, so when you say this, this is like my take home, not including taxes, right? So six or a hundred thousand, not with taxes already taken out, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Take a hundred thousand divided by six. That tells you how many closings you need to have. So 16, well, let's round up 17. So does the math stop there? What do you mean? So if I, I mean, simple answer is no. So how do we get 17 yeah. closings? <laughs> I guess that's what I was trying to lead into. So then you have to ask yourself, you know, how do you get 17 closings, right? Right. So how do you do that? Where do we go so, from here? So you basically, you know, based on lead gen, okay. so to be ultra conservative. So you get a vetted lead from a lead source that's, you know, ready to go. They want to go look at some houses and let's say you close 70% of those. Okay. So 70% so, close. So seven out of 10 leads are going to, are going to, well, let's even be more conservative. So let's say seven out of 10 want to go look at property and half of those close. So you need 10 vetted, you know, you need basically 10 vetted leads a month. Okay. And how are you going to get those? Right. So I, like the typical conversion ratio, I always like to, you know, play conservative too, um, is anywhere from three to 5%, depending on your source. I always just go with two, one out of 50 will close. And that's not like close. It's not closing this month, you know, that's closing in six months. Right. So you, you got to think long game here and there's, you know, it'll probably be 5% for 18 months total but we're just gonna focus on the first six. We're gonna say 50% will close in the first six. So, so you, so you need basically, you need a hundred leads a month to get two closed deals. Well, what about your 50% close ratio? Cause then you would need 200. Cause if you're saying one out of 50 is gonna be a good lead, but one out of a hundred will actually close because you have a 50% close ratio. You actually need 200 leads. Right. Right. So then the question becomes, how do you get 200 leads? It's actually not that hard. We're going to kind of cover some of that stuff. Um, mostly primarily with EXP related stuff. Cause we have that, we have those resources available and they're amazing. So we're gonna give you tricks on how to use that stuff. But so you need 200 leads per month. We'll just call it a banker's year. So you need about seven leads per day. So how do you, how many leads do you usually generate a month? Oh, um, it's about 120. Okay. How many lead sources do you use? Three. Three. I mean, and if we're talking realistic numbers, I mean, you're going to, you're going to close a higher ratio kind of in this area because of the, the, you know, the competition that actually do their work, you know, do the job and do it well is pretty limited. So, I mean, our close ratio is much higher than that. I mean, you know, we're, well, I shouldn't say that. That's, it's about right. 
you yeah. know, you okay. know, four to six deals a month close. Okay. So it's a little bit higher than 3%. So. Okay. And we're playing modest here anyway. It's always yeah. better to play modest. Uh, yeah. I know that you're not a big fan of Ty Lopez, but he always has like this, what he calls a jet fighter mentality. Um, the worst possible scenario, the best possible scenario, and what's most likely to happen. And you have to figure out which, you know, what those scenarios are for each and be able to basically work with them. Just be prepared for them. Um, I think it's also like a Six Sigma thing. Um, so seven leads a day. Now, so we have KV Core. If you're an EXP agent, you have KV Core too. Um, really recommend it. So what we're doing right now is creating Craigslist ads. And you can just create these things constantly. Um, did I lose you, JP? Yeah, it looks like it. So you can basically use KV Core to create Craigslist ads. You can use Facebook Marketplace. And these are all free avenues to advertise listings. And the best part, if like you're a new agent like me, you can just use EXP listings and help promote them. Now, it's obviously, it's good of you to reach out to those agents and you know get their approval to do to advertise their listings um most of the time agents will be okay with it because it's really it's just free marketing that they didn't have to do and they can help sell their services to um, potential listings um so yeah that's what i use i use craigslist and really the best thing that you can do instead of trying to sit you know one day a week and creating 25 ads try to create five a day and that way you always have a constant refreshing of new material on Craigslist to generate those leads. And um, you're also just pacing yourself because honestly, no one really wants to sit behind a desk for hours a day, you know, one time a week, just posting, downloading pictures and posting to Craigslist. It's really not that much fun. So yeah, definitely stagger that. And that'll also help keep your inventory fresh. Um, so the reason I say five is because chances are one of those ads or those ads are going to generate one lead a day. Um, now, obviously it's going to be staggered depending on the day, you know, weekends are going to, you're going to get more hits than weekdays. Um, also, you know, if you post a Facebook marketplace, you just doubled your ads. So five properties, Craigslist and Facebook marketplace, 10 ads. You don't even have to generate a lead per day from those lead sources, which is pretty great. And it's actually very obtainable. So, you know, this is where I would bounce back to JP, of course, looks like he's uh, disconnected. But, you know, from here, we have our way to generate leads. We know how many leads we need to generate to make that $100,000 income. We already know, you know, this will truly give me the $100,000 income that I'm looking for because of taxes and all that good stuff. Then the next part of this equation is really to figure out your time. How are you going to accomplish this? Now, if you just generate 100 leads, I guess we completely lost him. Um, if you just generate 100 leads, but you don't call anyone, you're not, you're not going to get anywhere, right? These leads aren't going to call you. It would be great if they did, but they're not going to call you and say, hey, let's go set up a showing. You, know, you have to actually go out there, build some rapport, and you know, get them in the car. But of course, you have to create a relationship first. So make sure you time block for that or create a strategy to do it. You know, JP and I were working really closely with a uh, technology company called Skylar 360. Um, Skylar 360 is an artificial intelligence 
company. We work really closely with them and they do a really killer job of working with KV Core. And what I actually have set up to save my time, so I'm not just sitting on the phones all day, is to have the people call into my Skylar number and then that Scott and Skylar takes over, initiates the conversation and does some vetting. And once they reach a certain point within the AI text tree, which is simply a uh, technical term for the conversation, Skylar then notifies me, kind of like an ISA to take over, to really keep that conversation going. And you know, once you get all this set up and you understand how many leads you need and you understand your conversion ratios and you understand you know, what's livable and what you actually wanna make, once you have all that stuff, you have your success equation. And then just time block. So figuring out, you know, how you work best. I know that I need to get up and walk every 30 minutes. I need to like put this stuff away and just take a five minute break. Um, something I really recommend for people, people like me is called the Pomodoro effect. Um, I think that's what it's called. I might be wrong on that, but I believe it's the Pomodoro. Um, and basically it's, Work 30 minutes, take a five minute break. Work 30 minutes, take a five minute break. You're gonna repeat that four times. And then after your fourth 30 minute working session, so you're already two, basically two and a half hours in, you take a 30 minute full break, you step away and you just let your brain relax and kind of take care of the little things that popped up in your head. Um, another important aspect of that is um, writing down on sticky notes. If you have like a distracting thought, just get it out of your head. Um, but I'm kind of, going on a little side tangent because next week we're going to be covering um, working in a distraction-free environment. So that's really all I got. Uh, unfortunately, we lost JP. Uh, hopefully this doesn't keep happening. Um, but again, this is our first time actually on live. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, if you didn't catch last, week, last week's episode, that was focused on building your foundations for your business. Um, understanding your strengths and your weaknesses and really focusing on working in your strengths to help grow your business as quickly as possible, but also laying down a set plan that you can follow that's going to help build your business's foundation. You know, JP and I, we have very different business models. Um, JP is more of a traditional agent. I am more of a referring agent. Um, I'm just good with technology and JP is really good with people. And you know, understanding that stuff is super important. So I really do recommend going back to last week's episode, um, episode nine of the Success Agent Podcast. And going forward next week, we're going to be covering, like I said, creating a distraction-free environment so you can really thrive as an agent. Um, guys, if you need to get a hold of me, if you have any questions, you can just comment on this video, of course. Um, I don't see any comments on our live stream, but I'm sure that'll change as we start growing. And uh, we'll see you next week. If you, yeah, if you need to get a hold of me, my new email address is chris.successagent at gmail.com. Um, you can catch us on this Facebook page at Success Agent. Um, and I don't actually have JP's info. I believe it's james.fluellen um, at gmail.com. So guys, we'll catch you next week. We look, we look forward to it and let us know what you guys thought. Now I have to figure out how to close this. <laughs>